welcome to the KMLD Personal Growth Podcast with your host, Carl Murray. Each week, we discuss relevant personal growth topics and how each can grow into whom God intended us to be. Hello, everyone. Um, today, we finished an online mastermind study on John Maxwell's uh, summit, Leading Through Crisis. And it was quite interesting seeing different perspectives. It always opens up our minds to get a deeper understanding of the struggles and the fears different people experience. It's seldom, if ever, the same as our own. To the crisis that we are in, and, and, and they're used as feel-good things and don't really mean anything, which means we probably don't take them to heart much either. So I, I've, I've put a few points on scriptures that I thought that could help us, uh, scriptures that truly talk to us in times of crisis. So let's go through them one by one and uh, and have a quick discussion on each one. But the first point before we get into the actual scriptures is one thing we need to remember in this crisis, and it's been said by many people, is this crisis and, and crisis in general is common to everybody. No one is exempt from going through a crisis in their life. And if there's anyone listening to this or reading the blog afterwards that claims that they've never been through a crisis, please send me a message. I would like to find out how you did it because that is a million dollar idea. Okay, let's get into the scripture. The, the, the first one we look at is that God does not change. And we'll look at Hebrews 13 verses 8 and 9, which reads, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Do not be led away by diverse and strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace, not by foods, which have not benefited those who devoted to them. In, in today, I think is the biggest example we've ever had that everything can change. Everything around us is changing how we work, how we live, how we interact with each other. It's, it still amazes me when you walk through to the shops, how people now avoid getting to within a certain distance of one another, whether you know that the person is infected or not. And during our study today, the one of the participants said that at their workplace, his stance has been to consider that everyone is sick. That, that's, the, that's the assumption that they took, was that everyone is sick, so you must behave as if you are already infected, and that way we protect everyone. But that's a massive change in how we've lived our lives. If, if you consider how we interact in shopping malls, uh, on the beaches, uh, standing in queues in a, in a, in a grocery store, there, there's no sense of personal space and everyone's trying to cramp into everything. Public transport is cramped. It's packed all the time. That has to change and, and it will change whether we like it or not. In South Africa, we've seen the, the taxi associations push back against government directives to, to only have a certain amount of people in the taxis. They wanted to go on strike, <laughs> which is funny. There's already no work because half, more than half of the country is not going to work. So they're losing money, yet they still want to strike. But everything else around us is changing. But not God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And, and wherever we look at in Scripture, we never see that God has changed. He is always, always, always the same. What he says in the Old Testament is what happens in the New Testament. And even when, when we as people get involved in telling the stories, we can never change the story to show that God has changed. He's always, always the same. 
we need to keep our eyes on that. The next po point I, I want to raise is the, there's really no need to be anxious. Philippians 4, 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now, I could personally attest to, to especially that phrase, that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. I've, I've had one or two crises in, in my life, and, and there was one in particular, which to me was a terribly traumatic experience. I, I questioned so much. I questioned my faith. I questioned the people around me. I, I questioned myself, what I stood for, what I believed, my, my principles and my values. And there, there were times where I was close to tears. There were times where I had tears running down my cheeks, not understanding and asking God why. But then when I reached that point through prayer and through people encouraging me, and you, you, you truly connect with God and, and you can feel the Holy Spirit working in you, then that phrase of the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, reaches true. That peace, when it settles within your heart, in your soul, nothing can upset you. You, you can't be anxious, regardless of what is right in front of you. You can see the, the danger, you can see the threat, you can see the crisis, but you're at peace. That is the peace that they talk about there, that you cannot, you cannot explain it, you cannot, you cannot put it into words. I'm struggling to give it words now. You can't explain it. It is just a feeling. I guess it's similar to that feeling when you first receive the Holy Spirit, where you want to burst with joy, and, but you can't explain it. You don't know where it's from. You just want to laugh. You want to sing. This is that, it's a similar feeling to that, but it's just peace where everything just quiets down and you know that God's got this and it'll be all right. The next one we look at is do not be discouraged. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18 says, So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all comprehension. And we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Now, th this is quite funny because we, we've heard <laughs> so many presidents and, and, and President Ramaphosa in his very, very moving speech almost all of them are, but at the start of the, the, the pandemic, he spoke about the unseen enemy, the unseen enemy that has to be fought. And yet we're focusing on that unseen thing so much and not realizing that God is there. Well, we've never seen God. We've seen his works, the same that we've seen the result of the coronavirus. We've seen the effect of God in people's lives. We've seen the effect that God has had on things, and we've seen the effect that the coronavirus has had. Yet we seem to believe more in an unseen virus 
and trust more in what people are saying about that than we are trusting and seeing in God. We need to put our faith in God that we do not see, in the unseen, and we need to trust that, excuse me, we need to trust that this momentary affliction, momentary means it's not going to last, it's temporary, and that it's preparing us for something bigger to come. Now, we, we, we often throw the, the phrase, this too shall pass, around a scripture, but that in fact does not exist anywhere in scripture. There are many parts in the Bible where it talks about things that will come to pass and things that will pass, but that specific phrase, this too shall pass, doesn't exist. It, it, it is though linked in history to the, the wisest man that's ever lived, Solomon, and, and it goes around he was challenging one of his servants uh, in, in a test and, and to help him grow. And he said to him to, to bring something that can bring joy to someone that is not happy, to someone that is uh, afflicted. And at the same time, that same thing must bring sadness or affliction to someone who is happy. And the story goes, he then had a ring made and, and the ring had the inscription, this too shall pass. And the theory behind that, or the thinking behind it, is that if you're a happy person and your life is perfect, this too shall pass. If you're a sad person, you're struggling and nothing is going right, this too shall pass. So nothing lasts, good or bad. And as bad as this whole thing seems, it too will pass. And we are getting there. Yesterday or, or today, the news reported now that figures that were initially reported were, were inaccurate and actually the, the thing is not as bad as it seems. And people are starting to see that there is an end in sight to all of this. So remember, this too shall pass. Do not be discouraged. It is temporary. It is a momentary affliction. Our next point we, we look at comes from Isaiah 43.19. And, and it basically tells us to to open our hearts and our minds to what God is bringing before us. And Isaiah 43, 19 says, Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? In coaching and leadership training circles, there's a firm belief and a firm understanding that anything good, everything good comes out of a struggle out of a, a difficult time. Um, I've quoted Dr. Demartini, John Demartini before, and he says even our values stem from areas in our lives where we were afflicted and, and we struggled with. So in the same way, we need to go through difficult times to spring forth good times. And here in the Bible it says, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? We need to open our eyes and our hearts to what God is trying to show us through this. Is it that we need to focus more on him? Is it that we have become too worldly, too set and focused on our worldly comforts and luxuries and that we've forgotten about him? Who knows? But we need to open our eyes. We need to open our minds and see God's big picture. It's, it's one thing to see the big picture of 
conspiracy theories to see the big picture of of how this is going to impact far beyond just our daily lives for years to come. We need to see God's big picture. And then the last one, which I, I guess ties in a little bit with the rest of them, is trust in God's plan. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Now, let's go back and remember that God does not change. No matter what we've done in the years since the crucifixion, no matter what we did in our whole lives, God does not change. So the plans he has for us are plans for welfare, not for evil, to give us a future and hope. God does not hurt us. Often when we do things wrong, of course, that's because of our own actions and not following the path that he has set before us and following his word. But if we... If we can focus and trust in God, focus on what God has for before us on the plan, trust in God's plan and accept that he does not change. And we cannot be discouraged under these circumstances. We must know that there's something bigger out there and that whatever we are in now is very, very temporary. I, I think if we can reflect a little bit more on scripture, not verses, read the whole scripture, don't read the, the, the verse that looks nice when pasted on a picture with the sunset. Read the verses. Read it in context. Look at the people in God's word that were going through the afflictions. Look at why God said those things. And then it makes our little COVID-19 crisis or dilemma seem like a walk in the park. We can get through this very easily if we focus on God. We all have a lot of time at home now to spend a bit more time reading. That's always the first excuse. The, the Bible is so big and so long. How can we read so much? You have time now. Use it. I, I hope that by looking at these scriptures, we can find a little bit of peace and a little bit of comfort uh, as we head into, uh, for, for South Africa at least, into one and a half more weeks uh, of a lockdown. And we pray that we can get back to our loved ones and, and, and people that, don't have work right now, that are struggling to see where their food's going to come from. It's temporary. It is an affliction, yes, and I cannot imagine being in that position. But it will pass, and soon we will walk into whatever it is that God has planned for us. Th thank you for listening today. I appreciate your, your support. And if there's any, anything specifically that you want us to discuss here, please feel free to, to post it in the comments or send a message through KMLD dot online right at the bottom is our contact page go through there and uh, and, and and put in what you need don't, don't ask for money it's not always that easy to give that i've had a few people <laughs> when i've said how can we help you asking for money but if there's something we can help with in terms of development and and your faith then please feel free to drop us a line thank you very much god bless Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like, subscribe, and share.